Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene is back, presenting over 20 expert speakers on all things social media. Visit smwcda.com for more information. Now in its third year, Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene and the Social Media Summit Inner Circle, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. Oh my God, we had taco salad the other night. Taco salad too. Oh, so good. Tuna de soie. Do they swap? <laughs> I just like to say it. Remember that Steve Martin bit? Yes. What happened? What happened? He spoke French. <laughs> it's been a long week. Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Good morning, Vietnam. I love it. Shelly's opening up. Hello again, (laughs) and welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays. It is Friday, so happy Friday, and the words you've been waiting to hear all week long, it's wine time. (laughs) And we have chickens that are responding to the bell. Oh man, thanks for joining us again. Hopefully you're enjoying this as much as we're enjoying doing it. Uh, Probably not. Uh, we are right in the middle, well, not in the middle, kind of the front end of Rosé Month. We're very on the front Yeah, Rosé Month. It's the seventh today. We're on the front end of Rosé Month. We've just been through Albarino Day and Albarino Days, which was uh, last week, or earlier this week, uh, August 1st through the 5th, and then National White Wine Day, which was just a few days ago on the 4th. And so we enjoyed the Albarino. What? said, so, but now. Oh, but now we're right, right in the, the crux of summer. You know, last Friday was 102 degrees. That's warm. It was. I golfed four hours of the Coeur d'Alene Resort, came home and mowed the lawn. It was really hot. And this week has been warm, but today is like the coolest day we're having probably in a two-week window. Uh, It's just hovering around 80 degrees. And so we are smack dab in the middle of summer, which is fantastic, and it's perfect for rosé. Okay. And it's rosé month. And it's rosé all day. Everyday rosé. What do you... Don't drink any rosé around Chris. Around... Oh, yeah. So here's a funny thing. Chris Cochran, you son of a bitch. You know, the see something O of uh, the IC, the Innovation Collective here in town. Love the place. Love the guy. Love he and Heidi. But it's really interesting because we did a back a couple months ago, two and a half months ago, when we were all just doing Zoom this, Zoom that, Zoom fatigue. Uh, we did a, a Friday um, happy hour, right? We were on the deck and we had a rosé that day. And he texts me Aside, so no one sees this. He texts me something about putting on my women's underwear, something to that effect. And so now it haunts me 
that I like rosé, but it really doesn't haunt me because rosé is fantastic. And we have two rosés that we're tasting. Although, what did you just finish in your prelim, pre-funk white wine, Shelley? Was it a D'Arenberg? No, it was an Oyster Bay oh. Sauvignon Blanc. Oh. An Oyster Bay Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, well said. Australian wine. Yeah, it's so good. Just love the grapefruit notes. Uh, so we apologize right now. In episode 10, which was really just about six weeks ago, we did a Seven Hills Dry Rosé. And then in episode 11, we followed that up with a Cote de Provence Rosé. Did I say that right? Thank you. And so, uh, and today we're doing a Rosé. Two of them. Because we don't, we will not have this opportunity to really dive into rosé is much longer. So yeah, because I'm gonna, we'll probably be talking about Beaujolais and Nouveau pretty soon. Oh my God, that's in November. Please, no. No, it's... It's, it's November, November, yeah. Oh, but I want to say uh, next week is Pinot Noir Day. Well, it's not Pinot Noir Day next week. Next week is the 14th. Pinot Noir Day, I think, is the 18th. But we will be doing Pinots. And I'm getting salmon from Costco for next Saturday night. I know it's so good and here's the can you make the opening the wine sound (laughs) Uh, I'll do it okay so I just opened up a clinker brick bricks and roses 2018 rosé from Lodi California and uh, we'll do it in the flower glasses Shelly do you want to wow it's super light okay just right off the bat the color on this it really just has a kiss of skins. I'm not even sure because I thought it was a Chardonnay when you brought it. I know, but it's not golden like a Chardonnay. It's more like light straw. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, just so light, which is really the kind of rosé that we tend to lean towards. And that's because there was, they say there was no skin color. Yeah, she's been doing a little... I'm not sure how that happens. I'm... I'm going to have to go to one of the wineries when they do a crushing of a rosé because how can you have no skin contact at all? So this is from Lodi, California, uh, a region that's really kind of known for their zin. Gallo is <laughs> what they're known oh, for. Oh, but that, that's okay, though. That's okay. Uh, uh, known for Zinfandels. Also, it's a home to um, all of California's leading varietals. Or varieties and has long been the leading producer for Cabernet Sauvignon, Chardonnay, Merlot, and Sauvignon Blanc. Today's uh, at the Appalachian Lodi, it's the <laughs> Mokalumni River. Mokalumni River. Mokalumni River. A Lodi Mokalumni River. Yeah. So should we give this a toast? Oh, yes. by the way, 25 minutes last week. We're getting better by two minutes. Okay. Okay. Uh, to as you all start to know this, health, wealth, and abundance. Gratitude, romance, and peace on earth. And to your giggles. And to your kisses. Love your giggles. That's a, a very long toast. Is this too cold? No. It is very light. I mean, almost having no taste light. Okay, so here's a finish on this, though. It came back about 10, 12 seconds after I swallowed. 
Um, my, my tongue is still grabbing some. What is it, though? Some kind of an off taste, I hate well, to say. I, I, I mean, I see where you're getting that. It's not as offensive to me, I think, maybe. I would say it tastes like an older cantaloupe melon. Mmm. So if your cantaloupe is That's absolutely perfect. That's what it tastes like to me. That's exactly that. That is exactly that. So, uh, what we're supposed to be tasting is is grapefruit, melon, and fresh flowers. Not just grapefruit. Mouthwatering notes of grapefruit. <laughs> and citrus and mineral. I'm, it's so, so light. It's really it's light. It's made in the Provence style, though. So, this is obviously a California wine being from Lodi. Yep. Um, but made in the Provence style. And it's blend of 41% Grenache, 35% Carignan, 12% Syrah, and 12% Movedra. So not just one grape, four grapes. Right. And and like she said, there's no skins on it, which I guess really lends to this color. One good thing... This, the alcohol is only 11.9. 11.9, that's really good. Yeah, this next one that we're going to have is 13. Uh, but this is 11.9. I like, I like the nose on it. There's our, our favorite pup next door, mm-hmm. barking. Uh, what are you getting on the nose? On the nose, I get grapefruit and celery. Grapefruit and celery. celery. I'm not getting grapefruit. If you're a business owner looking how to better navigate the world of social media, Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene is for you. With over 25 expert speakers, the Pacific Northwest's longest-running social media conference is designed to empower local brands and professionals with a deeper understanding of the strategies, tactics, and tools they need to advance themselves and their organizations in the ever-changing fields of social media and digital marketing. And because every business should know their why, the theme for this conference is starting with why. You will learn about Facebook and Instagram for sure, but you will also gain an in-depth knowledge of Facebook ads, influencer marketing, blogging, branding, and even TikTok, just to name a few. And for those who think conferences are just too overwhelming or you can't justify three days away from the office, There is also the Social Media Summit Inner Circle Masterclass. With each class presented by an expert in social media marketing, you'll have time to implement what you've learned before the next session. Don't be that business that's left behind your competitors in leveraging the power of social media marketing. Be sure to visit smwcda.com for more information on this powerful conference. Now in its third year, Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene, and the Social Media Summit Inner Circle, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. Uh, what are you getting on the nose? On the nose, I get grapefruit and celery. Grapefruit and celery. celery. I'm not getting grapefruit. Um, celery, I think. Yep, for sure. Shelly, why do you like rosé? Um, because it's a hint of sweetness, but not too sweet. It's not thick. It's not 
it's never really on oak, so it has, it's just nice and crisp, refreshing summer wine. What do you like to have paired with a rosé? You really, I mean, there's a lot of things you can have. Sure. Um, this one suggests a tuna niçoise salad, so I think that would be good if you like tuna niçoise. And roast chicken and feta and watermelon salad, yeah, that would be perfect because of that cantaloupe flavor. But tuna I also like rosés with tacos. Oh my god, we had taco salad the other night. Taco salad too. Oh, so good. Tuna de soie. De soie. Du de soie. <laughs> I just like to say it. You remember that Steve Martin bit? <laughs> yes. De soie. What happened? What happened? He spoke French. Sorry. Okay, so we are going to open the other rose in a moment, and I've got a really good tip for chilling your wine. Oh, nice. And this next one, we're going to open a. Can you pronounce this? Le Vieille Ferme, so that means the old farm, and so this is a, this is a French rosé. Yep. It's a 2018 vintage. 2019 even. Really? I may have sent you notes for 2018, but it's oh. 2019 on there. And it is. All right, now, so there's a nose I can wrap my head around. around. <laughs> what? You're, you can wrap you're, your your my nose, nose around? <laughs> And this one is 13.0 alcohol. So that's not too bad. So I've got a tip before we this taste one. this. Yep. I've got a tip from George from the dinner party. Especially in the summer months, many of us enjoy white wine on the deck, dock, or boat. Some of us will use an ice bucket or wine cooler to keep our white wine cold. Trying to cram the bottle into the ice is not only challenging, but it does not keep the wine very cold. You know what that feels like. Try to jam that in. Oh yeah. It 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 isn't easy. It so has to melt. this happens at Vintage Spokane all, all the time, right? We have the ice and we try to jam it in. It's hard to do. Here's what he says to do: add to the bucket some water and a quarter cup of salt to really keep your wine chilled. The water allows all the ice to stay more consistently in contact with the bottle and the salt will actually drop the ambient temperature of the water further, making for a cold and refreshing bottle of wine. And that's something I can toast to. <laughs> and that's also how you make ice cream, by adding salt and water to your ice. Yeah, because it, it brings that, that temperature down, which is just, um, that is... Uh, that's science. It is science. I have something else I was going to call it. It was... Uh, Mm. Chemistry. Chemistry is right. This is a rosé I can wrap my head around. This is really good. It's tart. Pale, brilliant orange. This is from the winery. Red berries, citrus fruits, and a hint of spiciness. Sour cherries. You're getting that big time. Big time sour cherries, right? Mm -hmm. A hint of spiciness on the nose and palate. There's something called pink cherries in Canada and you could not eat them off the tree but they make great jelly so I get a little bit of, of that this is fantastic because nobody virtually nobody will know that <laughs> but you had the pink 
cherries? Pin cherries. Pin cherries, sorry. Oh yeah, they would be really tart, aren't they? The pin cherries? The tiny, tiny little Yeah. Ones. Packed full of tarts. Yes, uh, tart don't eat them tart tart Yeah. Uh, and it says, uh, white pepper nuance drives the finish. Are you getting that in the finish? Lively and long in the mouth. It's very aromatic, aromatic, and I agree with that. Nice acidity. Some, uh, yeah, nice acidity. Um, it's made from Cinso, and that is spelled C-I-N-S-A-U-L-T, Grenache, and Syrah. Ah, that's really good. Uh, so, where did you get this rosé? Fred Meyer. Yeah. So Fred Meyer is a Kroger store, so probably any of your Kroger stores could in, carry it. Could, so, that's right. So could that would is be the key. Like if you're in Southern California, that would be Ralph's. And if you're in the Coeur d'Alene area, and we apologize because most of the references are from the Coeur d'Alene area because that's where we live, uh, go talk with Mark up at Fred Meyer and let him know that Shelly and Phil buy, you know, some of the wine. And you want to, too. The Clinker Brick Bricks and Roses Rosé I got at the Culinary Stone. And uh, Trevor helped me with that one. I, it's, it's good, but this French Rosé is everything I like in a Rosé. It's got the sour cherries, a little strawberry on the nose. Mm -hmm. uh, I think super dry. Some of the wines that we had this week, you're going to like this. We had a Domaine St. Michael Coderon. We also had a Raymond Inaugural R collection, Cabernet Sauvignon. Do you remember the hermit crab mm -hmm. that we had? That is from Dierenberg. McLaren Vale, Australia. McLaren Vale region, Australia. But it's Dierenberg, but right? is Dierenberg. Yeah. They like to name... Well, a lot of Australian brands like to have funny names. Have fun with their names. Fun with their names. Yeah. Yes. And Dierenberg is no exception. And I love their wines. Dead Left They're, Arm or something like that. They had one wine. Dead, the Dead Arm or something. Dead Arm. Just dead. <laughs> so funny. So this one is called the Hermit Crab. It's a, it's a blend of Viognier and Marsan. We had a 2015 Alta Quattro which was a Napa blend, which is fantastic. Got that in the Gary V Wine Club. Oh, we need to have a ding whenever we mention Gary Vaynerchuk. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me do this. No, that's no, that's our no, it's bell. but check it out. That's, that's more like <laughs> a I'm gonna have to get a bell. Clinker brick. That's more like a clinker, clinker brick. Uh, we also had. We could do this. <laughs> say it. Okay, say it. Oh, Gary Vaynerchuk. There we go. I like that. Oh, we are going to get his attention. He's going to want to come talk at the conference. He's going to beg us. He, Gary is going to say, do you guys mind if I pay you guys, I don't know, like five grand to come talk at your conference and tell all the people of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho and surrounding in the region? He would like it here. He would love it here. Everybody loves it here. Uh, we had a, Richard, a 2017 Richard Peterson Pinot Noir, which is also fantastic. We kind of dove into a little bit of the deep stuff in the cellar this week. A little bit. We did. That was a $65 Pinot. Oh my god. Also from Gary, yeah. 
we had a 2017 Lustra Chardonnay. I don't know if you should be sharing how much wine we're drinking. Oh, these are just tastes. They're just tastes, and then we pour all okay, the rest of it to, in the vinegar jar. To, to be completely transparent and honest, we didn't go through wines that we drank last week, so some of these were from the week before. Oh, okay. Are you better about that? A little bit. Okay. Plus, we were at a wine tasting, so there was that. There was that, but I only really mentioned one of those. Uh, we also had a 2017 uh, Pernache Barbera de Alba. That we, we got from, that one from the dinner party, I think. We buy wine all over the place around here. I'm really liking this French rosé that I can't pronounce the name. Le Vieille. Old is Vieille. Thank goodness we can put this in the wine notes. Uh, do you have a... How, how was your week? very busy. It is busy. Because we're getting our conference together. Ugh. Our social media summit conference. And a lot of news about TikTok. Hey, the president said no more. No mas. Maybe that's a rumor. It's, it's interesting. And by the time this airs, things may all have changed. But now Microsoft is talking about buying TikTok. So TikTok... Oh, There's that's a lot of exactly what TikTok would like, wouldn't it? Well, if... It would be a payday. If Microsoft bought TikTok, then we wouldn't really have to worry about it being owned by China. And no, just Chinese Bill Gates. people <laughs> spying on us. Yeah, we just have him to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what the best thing is? Here's some other rosés. Chateau Saint-Michel has a rosé. Erath in Oregon has a rosé. That's nice. I think it's probably with Pinot. Uh, there is a Yes Way rosé. Oh yeah, I know. We love that we one. had that. So you should talk about the difference between white Zinfandels and Ooh. rosé. Yeah, so um, actually this is uh, interesting you bring this up. Because we don't really like white Zinfandels. No, we well, don't. Well, it's not even that. We tend to pour them down the drain. Yeah, so there is a is it probably 10 years ago uh, I was coming home and I was so tired and so hot and I just wanted to grab a, a wine and I, I was at a gas station 7-Eleven yeah and they had uh, Sutter Home yep White Zinfandel it's, uh, Sutter Home a lot of people love Sutter Home White Zinfandel we are not those people and we we took it home and we gave it the college try to love it. And Shelly, in her, I mean, she does this. It's so funny. She'll take it. It sounds like this. Nope, not having it. Throws it out. Dumps the bottle down. And I'm like, stop. I'll bring it back. Anyway, here's a little something about White Zinfandel. So many people think White Zinfandel is not a rosé, but instead of blush wine, I'm getting this from vinepair.com. White Zinfandel is indeed a rosé wine, made in the rosé style. It just happens to be an incredibly sweet rosé. And sweet is by the residual sugar sweet, not this wine is sweet. <laughs> not that way. No. Uh, unlike white grapes that become white wine and red grapes that become red wine, pink grapes don't exist in nature, so winemakers create a style of wine that always has uh, a beautiful pink color by the time they spend on the wine spins on the skins. Mm -hmm. So the longer on the skins, Shelly and I were up in Penticton, Canada. 
uh, two years ago. We were supposed to be in Penticton, Canada tomorrow. And it got canceled because of Rona. But we went to a number of wineries up there and tasted some rosé. One rosé spent 15 minutes on the skins. That's, I mean, talk about a kiss of, of color, right? right? So anyway, that's a little bit about rosé. Happy rosé month. Uh, last week was episode 15. You said my number 15. Bart Starr was also number 15. Number 16 episode. Who wears number 16? You know. I don't. Joe Cute Cheeks Montana. Joe Montana, number 16? Yeah. She's, her eyes just glossed over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I hope that you got a little something out of this. Go have some rosé for rosé month. Chris Cochran, you have a rosé. Oh, I'm gonna. I am definitely tagging him on this one. I wonder if there are any rose beers. Rose beers? Rose ale. Ale of rose. Ale of rose. Ale of rose B. Ale of rose C. Okay, we're out. Yep. Uh, remember, with just a little bit of knowledge, wine becomes less overwhelming. Shall I web? Till next week. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to visit our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page for daily conversation. We invite you to join us again next week when we have a conversation over another glass of wine. Until then, here's our toast to you, to health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, and of course, romance.